Casey. Michelle. You ready to do this? Yeah, let's get into it. already under the influence (laughs) it's the weekend you can do whatever you want i'm feeling very cerebral and we're recording a couple hours later than usual yeah so i just wanted to put it out there in case anybody notices anything in case we can't understand anything you say (laughs) yeah we'll just see where the thoughts take us i'm sure you'll still make sense yeah I i believe in you Thanks, friend. You're welcome. I appreciate it. Well, things are happening. This is a week of culture. It is. It's a cultural event this week because we had the Oscar nominations. Yeah, 95th annual. We're getting to that 100, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. We're going to witness it. Yeah, I know. I mean, God willing. (laughs) Got to hold on for another five years. Ugh, we like still have to work and stuff. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, I hate working so much. It's Saturday. Don't talk about work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true, true. Yeah. But um, yeah, Oscar. I mean, how many your favorite Asta, film? Asta. Your favorite film in this year, Banshees of Inisher. <laughs> clearly has one of the most nominations. Yeah, I think everything everywhere all at once has the most. They have eleven. And good for them. Like, this is a real... I still need to see it. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that as well, which is insane because this came out during the summer. No, before even. This has been available for... Yeah. This is, like, the longest Oscar run I can remember in history. It's usually, like, the movie that's closest to the actual Oscars that ends yeah. up winning because of all of the, like, you know, fanfare behind it. And it's, like, the one that people remember because it just came out. And they start to sprinkle some in around Thanksgiving, but usually right. the real push is Christmas, Christmas. into January for yeah. not like releasing what would be Oscar contenders because they have to be in theaters, a certain number of theaters have for at least two certain weeks. amount of time. Yeah, yeah, to n- then be considered um, for a nomination. So that's why sometimes you don't necessarily see something that might have now in this day and age of streaming. They did right. make exceptions for the 2021 year maybe i think they would do like simultaneous like roma was the first one that was on netflix and in studio at the same time or only so they did netflix. release them in theaters i was just thinking when yeah all the i think were, so like, shut I mean, down yeah i think that was their like way to get around it i can't really remember now because anything pre like 2021 2020 like it all meshes together you know we're coming into three years of it's this. all it's one year it's so nuts um but i think the like the shot not the shockers but like and this has no chance in hell of winning like the oscars would become a completely different entity if this happened but like top gun is yeah, I, think, I was surprised how much it got nominated to be honest yeah i mean if we didn't have 10 top films nominated which i still will continue to get on my soapbox about yeah because why even open up that category? If there's only going to be one winner, why do we go from five nominations to ten nominations? No, agreed. And it's, I mean, naturally this is going to happen, but the variety of what is nominated is just like, 
I mean, you've literally got a memoir. You've got, or you have two memoirs. You have, like, not a superhero, an action movie with Top Gun. You have more, like, cerebral, where you have to pay attention, triangle of sadness, women talking. Then you have Avatar, which is in its own category. And then I know there's the All Quiet on Western Front, which I believe is a German movie yeah obviously there's the u.s but isn't that the remake yeah thank you i was like yeah yeah, no it's it's a famous u.s you know american movie too but i think this is like a german remake or i i didn't really look into it i just know that it's a german movie correct it is considered a quote-unquote it's also a nominated under foreign film as well because yeah it's a foreign language film but the dude from and I can look him up very easily um and he's also in marvel winter soldier he's the villain in that and he's the villain. What? Well, actually, not the villain in Bastards, um, Inglorious Bastards. He's like the actor guy in Inglorious Bastards who is a German, and she, the um, the French girl who owns the movie theater. Like, like he's interested in her, and they, he's trying to pursue her, but she's a German. So he's uh, the, one of the stars of All Quiet on the Western Front. Mm. I'm gonna look his name up because you know <laughs> it took me way too long. Um, yeah, I mean, do we think obviously a lot of the same movies that won Golden Globes are nominated? Like, do you, we, what is your prediction? Do you think Banshee's gonna take as much as it did? I don't. I mean, that's also because I hated the movie, but I'm really hoping because of just the impact of everything everywhere all at once that I think, in terms of the culture, and if we're going for the best film of the year, regardless if I've seen it or not. Is going to win. I that hope. should win. But with the Oscars being the Oscars, and I would say getting it right maybe 20% of the time, <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised if Banshees win. Because like I was texting you, like, yes, I enjoyed the film, but I also enjoyed it mostly like for the performances and kind of the absurdity of it. And the I think that Martin McDonough, and this is also kind of why I appreciate it, it almost feels like Martin McDonough is playing a bit of a prank of – He's not pretentious, but people don't really know how to question this movie. Yeah. And so they don't want to. I'm happy to. Yeah. And so they're (laughs) like, they're like, that's so brilliant because if I don't think this is brilliant, then I look like a fucking idiot. It's like the emperor with new clothes where he's fucking nude, but everyone's pretending like he's not. And that, for me, is almost the reason why it, it deserves like all it. these nominations. Yeah, that's exact. And this is our personality differences 101. It's exactly why I hate it. And I'm like, it's why is it even funny. entered the chat? Yeah. It's so but – I, but, but I don't think other people are viewing – this uh, that way at all i think they're like oh that is a piece of work this the symbolism and the metaphor and yeah everyone i've spoken to basically says that same thing and i'm like all right well never yeah, i'm not you smart again. enough to get it like i was just like this is over my head but i'm enjoying what is happening so um but we kind of have... last week yeah i mean i've already told you how i feel so i'm not even yeah, going yeah. that route um but yeah uh, i mean so in that round like, do we think Colin's going to get it again? Do we think it's going to be mm. Brendan? Do we think it's going to be Austin Butler because of the recent passing of? Uh, but uh, going into this conversation, it's been Brendan Fraser for the win. Right. It has to. If, if we're talking Renaissance, unless it's completely cooled off, which I yeah. don't think it has been because he then went to a London 
just last week he went to a screening of the mummy and introduced the film in his old costume to Uh, be like to just kind of i think you know part of the oscars is not part of the oscars a huge percentage of the oscars that not everybody watches or pays (coughs) attention to is the campaign for your oscar right and if you keep it yeah and if you keep it light and fun and you're it's a popularity contest at the end of the day so if you keep it light and fun and everybody's excited to see you right then you're usually gonna get voted in so if he if people don't get tired of how much brendan has been doing press tours for it then i think he should i'm but also beyond excited that Paul Mescal gets a secret mm. little nomination out of left field. Yeah. And they do, they, I mean, they gave Jennifer Lawrence twice back to back. Right. Know, and then like, she won. So this could, because it's Who coming knows? out of really nowhere that could be people. I mean, we, people love an Irishman and they love Paul Mescal. So. Yeah. yeah. Anything's possible. Yeah, this is a tough category. Bill Na- and then shout out Bill Nahi Nahi for living, which I don't think I'll see. But also like shout out to Triangle of Sadness, which I know I should see. Which like ironically is kind of a comedy. Um, oh, it's a very much a comedy. Yeah. Yeah. I liked I don't know if you saw the clips, but um you I know, didn't like, see the clips and that's why I don't want to watch it. No, 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 no. The clips of like when they were announcing the nominations because Riz Ahmed um, was one of the guys to do the announcements of the nominees. So hot. And there's this clip that keeps showing because there's an animated short film called My Year of Dicks. Yes. And just like him saying that, it's just so like so funny. I want that one one to win just because of the name. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good um, uh, piece of work as well. I, I read a little article about that one. Um, yeah. But also, I mean, uh, yeah, but you can't put your, can't it, stick your nose up at the Fablemans. I mean, the Oscars love Spielberg. Yeah, and it did, didn't it? Or it got he the won Golden. For, yeah, I was going to say, did it win for Golden or did he win or both? I can't even remember now. It was just a couple weeks ago. No, I think that, yeah, Fablemans won the Golden Globe. Yeah, for for the comedy side of it. Or no, Banshee was for the comedy side. Yeah. Um, because the Golden Globes yeah, notoriously drama, have then, separate the genres. Yeah, but I'm not finding the director win, but it won drama motion picture. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, it's going to be on ABC. It's going to be hosted by Jimmy Kimmel. Casey and I, I were saying we'll be very curious how much they, you know, bring up or you know, tease the Will Smith thing of it all. My my prediction is they're just going to talk about the extra security they've gotten in, maybe put up a fake, like, caution tape, some dumb stuff like that. I mean, they're going to have to do something. I doubt they'll mention his name, but... Well, no, because he won, so is he not invited back to present? No, he's been... He's, like, not allowed to go there for 10 years, remember? No, because I didn't really like, yeah, remember that was, what the actual punishment was. Yeah, the punishment like, was like 10 years or something of not being able to go there. So he's not going to do – it'll be interesting. I wonder who they'll pick to do the best that is actress. Interesting. Because yeah, then – Maybe they'll do Chris Rock. <laughs> oh, God. Um, 
because uh, yeah that's interesting that he goes and does emancipation then well, knowing um, that he can't get nominated for anything well that was the whole thing emancipation came out like right didn't like right after it happened and it kind of disappeared from the press tour because they were trying to bury it with the whole thing that happened with him at the oscars so yeah it just was always showing up was it an apple tv movie yeah it was okay so it was like shoved down my throat because i have apple tv so I yeah thought, so in my i brain, think it was it in was the like, theaters too but got it but i was i mean i mean i'm not trying to watch it i've got a six out of ten rating on um, yeah i mean that's not gonna google be on I imdb wanna, <laughs> i want to watch anyway oh yeah rotten tomatoes gave it 45 percent. the last will smith movie i saw in the theaters was the cte movie oh concussion and it was yeah and i was on a date so it was just kind of like you're paying for it so i'll sit here and not talk to you for free what a fun <laughs> date movie <laughs> yeah i never it was a first date and not surprisingly there was not a second date <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yeah um oh i don't know i got i don't know this name andrea riseborough for to leslie yeah a lot of people have been talking about her cool. um and like that you know role i think they talked about it on lost Culch this week got it um oh it's also anna um allison janney oh she's in it yeah Mm. okay so it's about a west texas single mom who wins a lottery and squanders it away just as fast leaving behind the uh, world of heartbreak years later with her charm running out nowhere to go she finds she fights to rebuild her life and find redemption whoa cool premiered at south by southwest because west texas baby um i do know that both lady gaga and rihanna are performing because they, yeah. they both are nominated for Best Original Song. That's going to be My great. guess is that it'll go to Lady Gaga, but it could go to... I mean, that Lift Me Up song of Rihanna's, as much as I love her, is not great. So... I know, but it's just like Wakanda forever. Yeah, so I mean... Good. It would be pretty cool if Rihanna wins an Oscar and then like a week later does, you know... The Super Bowl? The Super Bowl. Because when in... It's when in February. Or maybe the Super Bowl's reverse. The Super Bowl's the 12th. Of Feb? Then, yeah, yeah. This is a month later in March. Oh, it's March. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. But, yeah, I mean, you know, I think, like you said, Brad Pitt did something to piss off the Academy. Yeah, they just don't he's not like him. They really, um, I mean, they're, they're going to Amy Adams the shit out of Brad Pitt, aren't they? But didn't Amy Adams end up winning at some point, or am I making that up? Well, I well actually, it's kind of the opposite because actually, Amy Adams is like nominated so often. That, it's like, like Leonardo DiCaprio was nominated a million times, and then it took like the hundredth time to finally win. Yeah, and then it's never what they like deserve to win for. Usually, you know, it's like it's the, the Denzel should have won for Malcolm X, but and he also should have won for it, what he did win for, but. You know. Oh, training day? Yeah. Um uh this is saying he's won two Oscars. Am Brad I... for producing. Oh. Yeah. He produced Argo. What did he why did my voice go that high? <laughs> um, yeah, are you on his I'm I'm looking up Amy Adams. Wikipedia. 
I'm she's her. received six nominations. It started in Junebug in 2005. Shout out to that movie if you haven't seen it. That's a Ben McKenzie June. Like she's so good <laughs> in that. She's also amazing and drop dead gorgeous. But um, and oh, she has won twice for Golden Globe and has been nominated for seven Golden Globes. Yeah, she hasn't received. She hasn't won an Oscar yet. She's just been nominated six fucking times. Mm. But did we find out about Bradley? Because I don't want to. So say yeah, he pro- he produced and starred in Babel. The- oh, wait, wait, the Departed. He was a producer. Won for the Best Picture. And produced something random. Glorious Bastards. No, I don't that think one? so. Always he was been nominated, nominated, for... nominated. It's not like saying. Okay, he definitely he would have been nominated. Oh, Twelve Years a Slave. He won the Academy for Best Picture. That's what it was. Okay, so yeah, you're right. He's won for producing, but not for. And then he was nominated for Once Upon Once a Upon Time a Time. Hollywood. And I'm not even looking on his page. Wait, but he won the one for Once Upon a Time. Oh, that's right. Oh, because then we have the post- moment with him and Jen. Jen, yeah. Okay. All right. So. But still, he should have like four other nominations for acting and he- Oh, in case of Glo- of Benjamin Bunnen, uh Babel. Okay, cool. Seven. <laughs> I mean, he's been Never in mind. so many that got nominated. Okay, good. Just- in my head, he like has not been nominated for all of these great performances. Fight Club. Yeah. Um okay. But he should still be nominated every time he's on television and win. And not by television. I mean silver screen because that's what we're talking about. It's him and George. Like always and always. And then they both win in every category ever. Yeah. And they have to share. Um, They have to like cut the guy in half and then share it. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, it'll be interesting. I'll be hopefully the women dress a little better than they did for the Golden Globes. But... (laughs) I'm going to burn fashion down to the ground. The industry is terrible. <laughs> and we need it to be sustainable. Um, uh, Brian Tyree Henry, I missed the first time I read his name getting nominated because that's surprising to see. Is I that the realize. movie he's in with Jennifer Lawrence? It's got to be, yeah, Causeway. Yeah, because yeah, she, yeah, I... she's the military, like PTSD. She's... Yeah, I don't know the premise of it. I just know that they're in a movie together. Yeah, it's something along the yeah. That, that's a, that's not a plot to a movie, but yeah, that's her character. But uh, yeah, anything else that was, um, was there any other big? There's whole a bunch of uh, snubs. I mean, for me, uh, you know, the menu. Yeah, I mean, no, Kiki Palmer wasn't nominated. Yes, nope, nope was totally barely nominated. Ignored. Yeah, such a bummer. Those um, are so far some of the most fun I've had at the movies. Well, just also Kiki getting, like, what she deserves in terms of, you know, accolade. She's getting, like, unfair, but not the credit that she deserves. And that was such a great original character in Nope. You don't see, I was like, yes, somebody with my wardrobe on screen. (laughs) (laughs) Except she has more of a fashion choice. But, yeah, no, I was just, like, really into her kind of neutrality, like, tomboy like, right. I was like, hell yeah, Kiki. I mean, she's, yeah, she's unbelievable in everything. I mean, yeah, we, we are fan one and two of hers, so obviously we're going to be somewhat partial, but also, like, it's not just us saying how amazing she is, so I was surprised, especially because his last movie won. Yeah, So I was exactly. like, oh, like, this movie, you know, 
people said well, I didn't watch it, but you did, obviously. And people said it was good. So I was surprised. Oh, it it's still with dominated. me. Yeah, right. like, things will come up where I'm like, damn, wow. Yeah, like, oh my God, remember that? Like, I need to rewatch that because that was really crazy. That one's more of a metaphor that I'm understanding. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we'll obviously report back once we, once it's on in March. Yeah. We'll what, uh, what else did you have for this week? Um, just kind of like, um, uh, like fun facts that are happening. Uh, <laughs> Carrie, Carrie Mulligan is pregnant again mm-hmm. with her third child. She's married to Marcus Mumford. They are, I, one of my, if, if a I made a couple. list. They're one of my favorite celebrity couples. You never hear anything about them, but I'm obsessed with both of them equally. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good one. Uh, My other Marcus Mumford so much. Okay. (laughs) All baby related. Um, Oh, interesting. Okay. Paris Hilton announced this week that she had a baby through surrogacy, and our girl Casey Wilson also announced this week that she had a baby girl through surrogacy. So those were. Big babies that I saw this week, at least in terms of births. Yeah, and this is a um, super judgmental comment on my end, but uh, Paris Hilton's husband Carter Reum Room looks like a I robot. Mean, yeah, Tara. Yeah. Uh, but he has a ten-year-old that he's met once. So this is like so. A let's yeah. So let's procreate with the guy that hasn't proved or hasn't proven when he's had the chance to step up and take responsibility. I get he has financially, and that that's all he thinks he needs to be doing. He needs to do. Yeah, yeah so that's I mean, cool. I didn't watch her show about the about the wedding, or nor do I really care. He looks like she's just feeding him words to say, and he says it. I I didn't watch it either. From the clips of things that I saw, it was shocking how much she was disrespectful towards her. Yeah, that's. Oh, she was or he was? He was towards her. Like, he oh, was. No, I saw like, the other way. Interesting. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because it was more like, he was like, you know, he wasn't like rolling his eyes at her, but like, it was more of, oh, this is the relationship dynamic that she moved forward with? Okay. Well, think about the people we saw her with before that. She wasn't making the smartest decisions when she was with, Sol- what was that guy's name? Solomon? Well, that's all. Well, that the was like basically dude. grooming. I mean, she yeah, was nineteen; no, he was like thirty. Right. But, but no, she's been engaged nineteen times. No, uh, <laughs> but she five? has been like, yeah, yeah. There's been a lot of engagement, so it is interesting that this is the one to your point that she went through with. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And so good luck. Good, good luck. <laughs> I mean, we'll see if it lasts. I don't think it will. <laughs> Oh, man. But, yeah, we're excited for Casey Wilson, who had a little baby girl name, named Frankie. Yeah. So, super cute. Um, yeah, and she, ha- she finally mm-hmm. got her girl because she has two boys. She I was listening to her on Bitch Sesh this week, and she was talking about, you know, as cheesy as it sounds, she feels like her family's complete. She always wanted a girl. Um, so, and having read her book and knowing her relationship with her mom, who passed away when she was younger – you know, we love Casey, so anything positive that happens to her, we're all about. Yeah, it was very exciting to see that. Uh, and then there's some other, this was a real bummer to read, that Priscilla Presley is challenging Lisa Marie's trust. I saw that. 
And it's all, it was given to Riley Keough. Who we uh, found out has a baby. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we found out she has a baby um, with her husband, who is an Australian stuntman, I, th- mm. I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, good call, Riley Keo, right? Yeah, I always Keo. have such a hard time because of the that way last it's spelled. Yeah, yeah, which is weird because isn't it Irish, Keo? I think I had a third grade teacher who spelled it that way too. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, that should come naturally, but yeah, in my head, yeah, Gina Keo from Real yeah, Housewives. my girl, yeah. my girl Gina Keo. Yeah, looks like a New Yorker. <laughs> and the girl, the daughters the 14 year old twins are going full custody to their biological dad i saw that too and i was yeah. like yikes that ain't good yeah so i don't know why i mean priscilla presley has oh, she, i think she's claiming that lisa like wasn't in her right mind when she signed the trust over to her do- oh she's challenging yeah the signatures on the documents and it's like what the like what are so you she's doing? trying to steal money from her grandkids ultimately is that what we're thinking because yeah. who else and not even grandkids her daughter i mean um benjamin who's lisa marie's son already has passed away unfortunately from suicide i think a year or two ago so it's really riley and then these two children children that yeah. are still being raised well it's- riley i don't know if the kids are in the, i think what i was reading was all the documents were signed were in the will to riley so then riley controls it what and goes to the controls cran- the her to- sister's stuff too which makes sense though because i especially knowing what happened with their with her marriage to her ex to the baby daddy of those twins like she doesn't want it to go to the ex-husband. She wants it to go to her actual blood because she probably feels like Riley will know how to do it better than the husband, you know, the ex-husband. It's just really and even sad. probably like her herself. Like, right. No, 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 yeah. no. I mean, she's, yeah. I mean, the thought of losing your brother to suicide and then a year or two, your mother in such a like, you know, last. You and know, like you're freak. a new mom and your yeah. granddad is Elvis Presley. <laughs> right, and you're, it's not like your mom was sick that you were expecting something. It was just like, like we said, she was at the Golden Globes, and two days later, she had passed. Yeah. And it was just like, whoa. So, yep. yeah, and then your grandmother really is like, And then yeah. your grandmother is not letting you, like, properly mourn and is fighting, you know, the money that should be going to you and your siblings. Yeah, which thankfully Riley has a career of her own, which might be like a saving grace to a lot of No, she's not going to be on the street, but it's also just like the extra headache of it all. Like, you know, it's bad enough that you're having to grieve your mother. It's another thing to then on top of that get into fights with your grandmother. And then what are the relationship dynamics that are going on between your grandmother and your mother and then to you? And then... And, and then, then also they were divorced. Right. It's not like she wasn't she, with Elvis when he like they yeah, were also in a relationship for like less than a or maybe a decade-ish. Like they weren't Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> like, like their marriage was like years. six years or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like fifty years of marriage. Yeah, it's unfortunately a whole lot of sad. And then I'm assuming this whole time she hasn't had access to his estate by any means. So yeah, I would imagine she, it was Lisa that did. Yeah, yeah. Did I don't Lisa know. give her money, and now Riley's like, you know, you you were not great to my mom. Like, I'm not trying to get you in on. No, like, I'm. You got to figure your own shit out now. She didn't give 
Lisa didn't give Priscilla clearly enough. And that's where I think Priscilla is like, wait a second. I deserve more. Even though like, I mean, not to sound morbid, but how old is Priscilla at this point? I can't imagine she's got that many more years on this planet. Well, then it's a question of like, yeah, was Lisa giving her the money that she needed to be living off of? Because this is not a woman that has, uh, you know, where's the income? Yeah. Where's the income generated from? So. Yeah. No, it's. So she's probably in a panic mode of like uh, maintaining her lifestyle. The life she's accustomed to. Yeah. I mean, oh, money is so bad. This reeks of like this Tory and candy spelling and. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like the money is the root of all evil, unfortunately, in this situation. Oh, and then it has to do it. This does. This is something else that I picked up on this week that nobody's really talking about that I think needs to be addressed in the near future because uh, I feel like it's going to be uh, is that it has to do with Elvis. You know how we're Austin Butler is still doing Elvis's voice. Something's going on with Ben Affleck. <laughs> ben Affleck is like not has a new voice. Bounce back from Batman. Oh no! Like he, yeah, because K- Jimmy Kimmel's like twentieth anniversary was this week, and I, I'm pretty sure that's where I saw the video from of Ben kind of wishing him a twentieth. And Ben also hasn't quit smoking, so we're getting like I don't, uh... I don't think we've heard Ben speak since like, or maybe I haven't since like the town really, because <laughs> you haven't been watching these terrible movies. <laughs> Well, he hasn't been, he's been, like, behind the scenes and stuff. No, there was that what? terrible movie that came out last year. Well, I did watch ago, The Comeback or whatever, and it was, like, yeah, it didn't do well. Oh, I do not remember he that He plays, one. like, a coach. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, there was also, like, the bartending movie that he did as well that he shot in Boston, and I was very, and I was obsessed with the wardrobe on that because it was from, like, mm. the 80s. Um, but, yeah. No, I haven't. It just uh, since he's gonna be in a Dunkin' Donuts commercial, and unfortunately, J Lo is gonna be in it too. And the videos that they put, like she has him in <laughs> her social. She needs to stop on social media. She. They both need to stop. It's insane, uh, but With I'm glad just... that they got back together. But not that we have social media. If we didn't, have yeah, I don't media, need it preferred. down my throat, and I don't follow her. Either of them. Yeah, I don't follow. I don't. Does he have Instagram? No. Okay, I was gonna it's say it's my Instagram that if you follow, you get more Ben Affleck right. content. But the stuff I see isn't even from your Instagram. It's like ugh. it's just I, picked up by every. How other do outlet. I unsubscribe? Because I do not care about J Lo in the slightest. Yeah, she just has that many followers, and now they're the picture of a combo family. Right. So now there's this whole other element with the kids of mixing a, them all together. You mean a blended family, it's yeah. called? And they're cool to hang out. And look, Jennifer Garner comes to school events too. And oh my God, all three adults can be in the same room together. And it's like, mm. all right. Yeah. If I was Jennifer Garner, I'd be like, how soon can I get out of here? <laughs> yeah, she's she's doing well. She, no, I mean, she is. She's so but like, too like no I, I no knock on her i just wouldn't want to be around this like yeah i had my, i dealt with ben during arguably arguably the worst part of his life that like i don't need to be around this anymore i'm over you <laughs> um but that's just me um the only other story i kind of wanted to bring up because i feel like we haven't is the latest about chris delia the comedian so we haven't really talked about it on the pod but like basically 
around the same time that the R. Kelly allegations were coming out. It's since like not the beginning of that R. Kelly allegations in like the nineties, but I would say when the documentary came out, um, also would have been kind of around the same time that the first season of you was out because of the yeah. character he played and then that kind of oh I he think, was in you i didn't realize that oh i think that's kind of what kicked off this entire conversation oh. is he's grooming jenna ortega's character in you and then he gets killed spoiler alert yeah um, i mean first season came out like three years ago no i, I mean i'm never yeah. seeing it so it's yeah fine. and then he and then he gets killed and like jenna ortega knows that like uh pen badgley's character has something to do with this and Penn Badgley mm. thinks he's doing the right thing by killing a grooming pedophile. And then I think that's when a lot of stories started to surface about Christelia because girls were like, yeah, so that character on you was really like what I experienced with Chris. And it's not acting. That's how he is in real life. Yeah. Um, yeah. So basically around that time, maybe even around the army hammer time basically it was definitely covid all of these things were popping up on dumois even like post dumois in terms of him having a grooming slash treating women really on not well and like at some point he did go to rehab for quote-unquote sex addiction recovery um i mean the story blew up and he was forced to do all these things for a pr yeah big, and in big fact, he was in that movie um that they had to reshot with tig notario playing tig notario playing his character what was that movie the max it was the zombie-ish apocalyptic i watched it i liked it she was very funny in it it was a blowing up yeah there was like a zombie situation yeah it was on Netflix. Yeah, I'm googling it because I'm not um, sure what it was. It's definitely a not Michelle movie, but um... yes, it's a Casey movie for sure. And yeah, and so all it mean it was very clear that he was planning. See, he would reach out Army to young of girls, Dead. Army of Dead. Yeah, he would reach yeah. out to young girls on IG, and then and some of them had showed screenshots of them being like, "Yeah, we're 14," and he's like, "That's cool." Like he just you know intense level narcissism i didn't think he was going to get caught doing it at all whatsoever and then after he gets out of rehab for all this stuff and like whitney cummings comes out to say like i'm so disturbed in my friendship with him they yeah he he famously was on her like one season show whitney um so they had like this past friendship and i want to say even like she admitted that they had some type of romantical relationship at one point. And then I think he was also working on his own development deal. He was. I think he was actually supposed to have a show and then it got canned when that initial um, allegation came out. He went through the rehab. He came out. He uh, came out of rehab and then was engaged or got married or so we, yeah we don't even know about this damage other control basically he has a child with and then he's yeah. like yeah i married my longtime girlfriend and i'm a family man now and we have a baby and everybody was like whoa we didn't even know like yeah this is it, it reminded me a lot um they trying to reframe the narrative and trick 
the people who are putting the dots together and be like, okay, well, how could you be a family man when literally you were talking to a seven-year-old like two years ago? Like, Well, it wasn't seven. He was never no, that No, 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 no. <laughs> I saw an article that said he was old. How do you talk to a, a seven-year-old kid? On Instagram. Type? I mean, I don't know. I, I don't even want to know the details of it. But the reason I bring it up is because this past week, another sexual assault um, uh, allegation came out. And so, like, I just don't understand why he is still here. Why he hasn't been charged with anything. Um, there's a new YouTube documentary that it's accusing him for running a quote unquote sex cult. So it's like a smaller version of what Nexium. is Nexium. You could say R. Kelly. I mean, he's trying to get to that. Level. There's these underage girls involved, and I mean, he's saying everything was um, consensual, but. You know, where there's smoke, there's fire. And like we said before, there's this whole campaign of the damage control, which just seems too convenient to be happening at the exact same time that all these allegations are coming out. Oh, you can see each com- each idea that happened in the meeting being played out. Being like, okay, well, you're going to marry your girlfriend that you've been fucking around on. And she's going to be dumb enough to go through with this with you. And yeah, I mean. Yeah, and he had a show at the Hollywood Improv on January 11th. It was canceled. Um, there was no comment on to why it was canceled. Then there were people, uh, you know, protesting outside of the improv. Well, this is a very interesting thing specifically within stand-up because you create your own audience and you can be your own revenue generator you're seeing louis ck is fully back in the yeah as part of the conversation i don't think he's hitting like the he's headlining his own stuff but he's not hitting like the festivals or anything but a lot of the comics also this is a demographic that is emotionally disturbed and there's still an intense level of toxic masculinity. And then they have the friends that don't want to like necessarily turn their back on their well, friends' actions. And then they support their resurgence. What's interesting is, so the documentary is called The Chris Delia Problem. It was created by comedian Kyle Anderson and features interviews with Delia's former tour manager, as well as four of his accusers. Accusations included multiple ongoing relationships with women even after he had posted his 2021 apology video that he wanted to lead a sex cult with a harem of women at his disposable, that he talked in terms of ownership of women's bodies and encouraged them to tattoo his initials on their necks. He would demand sexually explicit photos of them and videos of them. He would threaten self-harm if an accuser should come forward with allegations and what's really crazy is this art. This article was saying that even since the documentary came out, um, he has been selling merchandise that says "quote unquote join our cult." So like he's either just trying to make money off of it, or like completely is in denial. Like it is the fact that this is not front page news, the fact that this man has not been canceled from more than just one Hollywood improv show 
like and the, the thing that always drives me insane is I'll never forget this because of when the roast was the Justin Bieber roast like he Chris Delia was there and also was labeled Justin Bieber's favorite favorite comedian comic. yeah and I, for oh and for he always that for years for always I'll be like okay well if you're Justin Bieber's favorite comedian then clearly you like that's not someone that I would brag about being someone's favorite comedian if you said I was Seinfeld's favorite comedian then I'd be like okay this person's legit but that got him more cachet with the demographic that he wanted to groom I mean right. it helped no it him. hurt it hurt it helped his quote-unquote brand in the in that group as you're saying it's yeah. just to me I'm just like you know I wanted this to come to light because it's just disgusting and more should be happening about it so this all yeah this is going on in August of 2020 so what you could what I would um, not arguing like a like a devil's advocate way is that he technically would be quote like he was canceled for essentially like two years yeah now trying to come back exactly yeah so I would say like yes I, I completely like, there should be no coming back from this but he is doing his darndest and oh, he yeah. probably thinks he he's can. done his time but I mean, listen, I'm not defending Louis C.K., but Louis C.K. and this are at two different levels. Oh, 100%. Like, I'd be more willing to let Louis C.K. back into the conversation. Louis C.K.'s I, I would not psychological want profile from what he did is not predatorial. Right. Exactly. It, it's yeah, fucked it was... up, and like <laughs> I wouldn't want to be around it. But I wouldn't feel like if I was around him, I'd be scarred, scared for my life. Whereas Delia, like, I definitely would be. Yeah, and unfortunately, and, the, and then the unfortunate and ironically, so in January uh, of last year, so exactly like a year ago, Brendan Schwab and Theo Vaughn added him back to their podcast, King of Sting. But also, like, Brendan Schwab got roped up in other allegations against him for really no. fucked up behavior, too. So they're all, you know. And Brendan Schwab was part of the conversation, actually, like, kind of of Bobby Lee and Kalila's breakup. Because it, Kalila told a story about how a comic who's married that she was, she thought she was friends with asked, like, during this time frame, like, the last couple of years, asked her. And she was like, and he's friends with Bobby, so I can't even believe this happened. Yeah. But he asked me to walk him to his car at the comedy store and then ask me for a blowjob. And then for months, yeah, and she told it on her her podcast with Annie Letterman and Esther Pajitsky. And for months, people were like, who was the story? Who is told? It? Like, who is it? Yeah. And then the sleuths kind of, like, put it all together. And, like, it was Brendan Schwab. It blew up Schwab's personal life, too. He's married with kids and, like. But then also uh, Schwab's other podcast partner, like, before Theo Vaughn is that fucking piece of shit dude who also got canceled, who's also friends with um birds of a feather christy yeah 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 what is his name he was on he plays the um i can never look at brendan because he has cauliflower ear because he used to be (laughs) ufc and like you know obviously shit happens but it's just such an unattractive yeah it's the um where (laughs) is it no it's so disturbing 
But um, because Brendan, it's the guy who plays. You remember the episode of Sex in the City where she has sex with the guy during the wedding week, and he like just oh, bangs. he's the rabbit. He's the rabbit. So yeah, it's the yeah, actor yeah. that's the rabbit. He yeah, and he also has had issues. That yes, guy. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he got, has, I think that guy's Jewish, unfortunately. Oh bummer. No, but yeah, he got kicked off of the podcast that he had with Brendan Schwab because he got accused of rape. And, <sighs> Like, where is our time? Because we have never raped anyone. We've never (laughs) groomed anyone. Like, what the F? It's insane. I mean, we're not getting up on stage, but yeah. (laughs) So, you know, I got Ramona fired. I'm here to get Chris fired now. So this is my new platform because I love a cause. Um, It will all depend. But the problem that we also have is this other level of cult-like toxic masculinity that comes with Andrew Tate's. That are going to support Christy Elias. The incels. To, yeah. To their death. Yeah. But eventually justice will be served. Usually it's like 20 years later. Fingers um, crossed. I mean, but we're I coming think into a new time that I'm very disturbed no, about. No, I know. And we didn't see anything happen to Army Hammer. So, like, that does make it a little concerning that nothing will happen to Chris. What we saw to Army Hammer is that Robert Downey Jr. let him live in his, like, $50 million mansion that he was renting out to him. You know, like. Yeah, if Robert goes to help Chris. No, no. no, it's not that kind of relationship on that Okay, level. we'll see. If yeah, well, no, Army, Army tries is... to help Chris a la Robert trying to help Army. If they're movie people versus a comic, it's not going to do a, you know. Well, Chris, Chris was trying to get into that movie world anyway. Yeah, and he wasn't going to. No, no. Well, Downey he was, he was it. in it until he got himself fucked and they had to refilm the movie. But, um, yeah, but we're talking $200 million pictures no, I know. versus, you know his bit part on you so <laughs> yeah well yeah anyway so any other stories or do you want to go into what we're watching what we're watching what are we watching well we're both watching our law and orders and i felt like we needed to t- so i haven't watched regular law and order but i've watched svu i don't see this week i think we need to talk about svu because there was an insane moment i'm gonna cry <laughs> i mean i watched it maybe like 12 hours before casey and the whole time, I'm like, I can now wait for Casey to watch this and give me her thoughts. And just your text that said, Elliot, I knew exactly where you were. I'm going to cry, Michelle. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we had, like, not a crossover, but Elliot Stabler does show up at the very end of SVU this week, basically. He conveniently picks up he Noah. He picks up Noah. he's the only person she, she trusts, trusts in this world. Meanwhile, they, like, didn't even have a relationship for 10 years, but now she trusts her with his well, kid. Well, because they were He didn't so even know she love. had a kid. She, he didn't even know she had a kid. Because he stopped talking to her because he's actually a fucking monster. Elliot Stabler, at the end of the day, is a fucking monster. That none but of I us love can him quit. So much. <laughs> oh my can't God. Quit. Yeah, and so basically, she come. Does she come home? And yes, he's there. He's, yeah, yeah. she's she's tuck. She tucks Noah in a bed and she shuts the door and he goes. He's out like a like meaning like we are alone now. Right. Oh have my God. have your way with me. No, no, that's not what happens. Because, well, that's what he's basically saying to her. Well, he's like, I'm going to, th- that was so unbelievably, like, realistic of, like, how exactly I wanted it to be happening. <laughs> when she's trying to ignore, he's like, I'm in love with you. And she's like, this isn't happening. And I'm like, I've been in a couple she's situations She's trying to like shut that. it down. Yeah. And be like, no, I'm not ready. And she says, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I mean, to her credit, but she did ready. just someone just tried to kill her. 
Yeah. She's like recovering why... from that. And you're like, Elliot, read the room a read little Read the room. Bit. She still has the fucking, you know, black, black eye on her eye. Oh, yeah. Read the room, Elliot. But this is classic Elliot Stabler. So you're still kind of angry about him, about it happening. But, then but the meanwhile, their time... lips are like less than an inch away from each other. So you're like, wait, are they going to kiss? And it you're like, nuts. and I am Mariska Hargitay. And this is one reason why I think I'm alone is because even before <laughs> I start, like a kiss would occur. It's like, I'm already going three years into this situation. Oh, married and with kids. Not even married. I'm like, I can already see where this road is going to divide and I can't enter down it. Yeah. She's like, I don't want us to not work out. And then we don't have each other, which we got. But yeah. Oh my god! It, but then he's like, about... "But what if it does work out?" That's the problem. Nobody's ever responded to me with that. Yeah, they've been like, "Yeah, you're probably right." I'm like, "Well, then, fuck it out. What just <laughs> happened?" Yeah, I mean, damn, that was such a fucking scene, man. Oh my god, I'm about to rewatch it. Yeah, uh, it definitely is a rewatch. I wouldn't watch the whole episode again, but I would watch that scene. Ugh, and that's and just I'm not like... gonna lie. Spoiler alert: I'm fine that Duarte was killed. Like, I really hated that character. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the made police a lot of officer sense. in charge of like gangs or whatever. Yeah, I was like, oh, he's digging Mariska. This is going to be, if we're really going to pretend this guy's going to get thrown into the mix to like push Elliot to the side. No, he was annoying me. He knew about that rape tree for years, did nothing about it. Like, you're not a good cop. I don't like you, bro. No, but not, but I mean, I, I, I also was, I can't even believe he entered in your picture because I can't, I need to go three more episodes. Is Elliot going to continue to pursue or is Elliot going to be no. Elliot and he's going to give up? I prediction. He's taking a break from her and I wouldn't be surprised if he pursues that weird ass ADA that we're seeing on organized crime. Cause there's something there. I'm not, I'm not, I feel like they're forcing her on and I do not care for her. I don't. It's almost going to be that she's Italian not, woman. I was almost like thinking that she's not even she's working. Not even for, working. She's not even who she says she is because yeah. she throws out, "I know Olivia Benson," and he goes, "Oh," and then he goes, "Oh, you know Olivia? Then I'm I trust you." Yeah, but, that was a little shady, and it's also like we've never seen her. I mean, granted, we've only seen her in two scenes, but she's just on the phone walking around or in his apartment. We haven't seen yeah. her like in the police station or talking to anyone else that's involved in any of these cases. So like was she sent by Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Our boy that's gonna come back? Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm hoping for. I don't trust her. Yeah, anyway. But Elliot needs to continue to pursue her and like learn who she is and like not be going in for the kiss yeah after like you know like really causing an insane a level of emotional damage to her and like not allowing her to live her life for 12 fucking years elliot yeah chris maloney i have some things to say to your face (laughs) after i kiss well svu was filming around here the other day unfortunately i didn't see anything but and you did point out to me this week uh, that you were like, I do think this is, makes me think that astrology is science because we've been having this conversation mm-hmm. lately. When did it become science? That's been a new trend in my world. But that Mariska Hargitay and his wife of 30 years, his hot, like youth, never aging, yeah. age appropriate. I'm obsessed with their relationship. Maybe my other favorite celebrity couple is Chris Maloney and his wife Sherman, which is their name, <laughs> which is insane. 
and they Mariska and Sherman are two days like they have birthdays two days apart so they're the same sign so, so they're like, the same aka they're the same person apparently uh, <laughs> I want to be a third person in this but it's a crowded room yeah okay. there's there's a lot of bodies involved but um I mean if we want to talk about a body count and starting a sex cult like I'm joining it voluntarily versus yeah I mean why anyone would want to spend time with Chris Delia when you have Christopher Maloney as an option. If we're, if we're gonna go Chris's. <laughs> and we're taking out Chris Pine, Chris <laughs> Evans. The four major Chris's, and we're going with the B list. <laughs> um, Maloney. But yeah, what else did you watch this week? <laughs> so I watched an insane boot movie called Cold Pursuit. It's streaming on something, and maybe Amazon. I don't watch it on HBO Max. That's what it is. Mm. It's Liam Neeson. It's a 2019 All right. movie. It was um, just like Gerard Butler. We're never not going to have an accented like Liam Neeson, even though he's lived in New York for like 30 fucking years. Um, he's still got an Irish accent. It's really great. It's uh, he plays a snowplow driver of this row of this like town in rural uh, Alaska. And and he keeps the road open and he keeps the town in business. <laughs> and his son is murdered by drug dealers in revenge, like. It, they shouldn't have murdered like it was just a bad call on their end so he revenges. classic drug dealer mistake classic liam neeson movie <laughs> laura dern plays his wife um, oh it's like the that's... least amount of work that she's ever she plays a grieving mother so like yeah. she has a bit of a part but she spoiler alert um disappears halfway through the movie and never comes back i, I was like oh they're gonna let her we're gonna get a full character arc on this and i was like nope she, never just, she leaves him oh. because he's gone insane <laughs> well he's not really insane but he just like won't talk about the son's death and he's like so it's taken but with a dude instead of a woman and yeah well the reason i said oh is because i saw back in the day um Liam Neeson and Laura Linney together on Broadway in The Crucible. Yeah, but the, Laura Dern's a different person. Did I say Laura Dern? I meant to say... Um, you said Laura Linney. Oh, wait, did you say Laura L- Dern or Lauren Linney? Laura Dern is in the Oh, movie. okay, never mind. I just get them confused. <laughs> my B, my B. Sorry, Laura's. We, we, got, all our, we got all our Chris's. We got all our Laura's. Yeah, um, and <laughs> the movies, the way he goes about killing everybody is um like he it's so you're like you're gonna get caught in two seconds this is really great but great uh you know side cast of everyone the bad guy is um uh tom bateman who is a hot little piece of english ass and he has (laughs) an american accent in it and that's what i was texting you of like oh tommy is having a little bit of trouble really nailing this guy it was one of the first times in a long time that i've really heard the enunciation on the vowels but but good job all around if anybody wants oh he has a twin brother um if anybody wants to enjoy a liam neeson movie on hbo cold pursuit what have you been watching i started the show fleshman in trouble on hulu uh i think it might be based on a book yes but yeah okay Great cast. Um, you've got. I mean, I cr- I prefer the side characters, but the main characters are Claire Danes and Jesse Eisenberg. They're a married couple that's going through a divorce, but um, Jesse Eisenberg's like best friends that he met when he studied abroad in Israel are Lizzie Kaplan and um, Adam Brody. So obviously, you sold me right there. Ah. 
Yeah. You sold me just with the two of them, and then you throw the Jewish part in there. They're, like, talking in Hebrew. Um, We're going to pretend they weren't going to play Jewish characters? Right. right. And then um, it takes place in the Upper East Side. So, like, if there was a movie that was – or a show that wasn't more for me, I don't know what it would be. It is a little depressing, obviously, because they're a married couple going through a divorce. And it also starts off – I mean, I'm only in three episodes – but it starts off almost like a mystery. Um, so I'm curious kind of also to see. I have predictions of what I think is going to happen. But I'm curious to see if that's how it's going to, you know, shake out. Yeah, I haven't um, started watching it. But that's all I've heard about it. Of like, gets, you know, strap in. Conan O'Brien's a big fan. A of lot it. of people have been, you know, recommending it. I actually saw, you know, how Obama comes out with like his favorite shows, movies. Yeah. Fleischman was one of them. White Lotus, yeah. obviously, another. Um, oh, this but, is yeah. also on Lindsay Murphy's list. She's like, have you heard mm. of Fleischman? And I go, yeah, it's Jewish. Watch it. And she's like, all right. Yeah, I mean, Claire Danes isn't, I mean, she. Is a wasp, too. No, well, no, yeah. she is supposedly married, or supposedly married. She is supposedly <laughs> Jewish on the mother's side, but, like, not practicing. She's married to your favorite DA. Oh, um, yeah, in real life. She's married <laughs> yeah. to Hugh Dancy, who's terrible on Law and Order as the DA, yes. Um, yeah. yeah, and luckily Claire isn't in it that much, because I also don't really care for her, but... I just watched her on Jimmy Fallon before mm. we hopped on here. That was a clip. Yeah. So, <laughs> watching that, and then something I didn't even tell you I started, which I'll be very curious your thoughts, is I started Dairy Girls. Oh, fun. I think you probably think it's very amusing, because, I mean, it's not not a music yeah it's interesting i mean for those that don't know it's following a bunch of girls in Derry. is that a real place Derry yeah. ireland it's okay. very specific to it has to take place in this town during this time period because yeah. they're all real events occurring that's what i figured because it's taking yeah. place like and it's a very the- specific accent right it's taking place in the 90s um i'm loving that aspect of like you know the music and some of yeah. the cultural references they make it's during the later troubles. Basically, the the town gets divided like right down the middle when the Protestants and the Catholics. Right. And, yeah. Yeah. So I just watched the episode where they take in. Or is that Belfast? From no, it's Ch- both, right? Chernobyl. Yeah. No, it is. That's a big part of it. Okay. Um, or is it the English that come in? No, that's Belfast. Yeah. Okay. So it's just yeah, the Protestants. Just that. The, yeah, yeah. It's the typical like civil war, even okay. though it's like, yeah, it's in the 90s. Yeah. Um, yeah it's cute. Uh, I don't know if I like it as much as everyone else did when it first came. I mean, now it's like season three or four or whatever. Yeah. I mean, how how many episodes did you watch? I think I'm five episodes in the first okay. season. So I like that it's like 23 minutes. Yeah. And the, um, all the how much do you love Michelle? Yeah, I was curious, like <laughs> watching it, who you enjoyed the most. I mean, Michelle's the most ridiculous one, yeah. obviously. Yeah, I like um, Michelle and I like Nicola Coughlin. Which is that Erin, the main character? No, that's oh. the other blonde who is she's on Bridgerton as well, but you don't watch Bridgerton. Oh uh, yeah. But yeah, no, she's like the spastic friend. Um she's kind of more like Michelle's the short one. sidekick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. She I and like... Michelle kind of partner up on Yeah. Yeah. I like I like her too. Um, yeah. Erin I could you know, Erin I could ship. Yeah, I'm kind of like, are we supposed to like her? Because she's kind of annoying. Um, and I, but I do like her cousin, who were like, yes, yeah, who's like ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Orla, well, I think her name's boy. Orla or something. Yeah. Oh, Michelle's cousin from England, who they yeah. all hate. 
But meanwhile, I'm like, he's so cute. Why is no one going after him? Well, I think that, well, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see. If, we'll have to see what ends up happening. But I'm assuming that's going to be Her woven in at some yeah, point. Yeah, that's what I figured. Or, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. To but also, extent, what age but... are they? Because they keep saying age, they keep saying grade something, which doesn't translate you know, for you translate it, to the it's u.s so, it, it's i don't understand like that. are they high school or are they middle school i can't tell i'm pretty sure we're talking freshman to sophomore year at the start okay. and it's probably gonna be following them up through high school got it that's what i yeah. figured but I was I'm, not just... to, I'm not up to like speed on it but i've oh uh, okay yeah. i've done yeah, through cute. that yeah I there, just what's even like cuter a... is a um sorry uh, i totally interrupted no. you but there's a bake-off episode of Great British Bake Off oh. holiday episode with just the cast. Oh, that's cute. It is a very cute episode. So if you want something while you're in the background while you're cleaning, it's yeah, I would watch it's just them one. and the and the nun because the mm. nun is her. So she gets a lot of attention from this, and her career has really taken off. That actress. Well, and she's good one for of her because few... she's not attractive at all. Right, right, right. I mean, she's one of the few. Um adults at least in the school setting so that yeah. checks out i just really appreciate that britain is happy to put on not gorgeous people on their televisions because then you walk he- around you go oh you're a normal person and you're attractive and this is nice yeah, yeah. i mean the the u.s is starting to do that i would say that you could argue that with the main characters in um sex lives of college girls like none of them are gorgeous <laughs> Yeah, to an extent, but I two also two of them feel are like... very plain Janes. Two are like not bad looking, but like again, compared still, to like, if that symmetrical. show, but if that show existed twenty years ago when we were growing up, they would have been all white girls that like, that were like ten years too old playing. They were too old that all had you know perfect bodies, whereas this is an not eating the disorder at all. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm appreciating that piece of it. Yeah, I just also feel like we're skipping on the talent to get in Agreed. more of the diversity Inc- factors. Inclusivity, yep. When you don't need to be because there's so many talented people that it should be talent first and then, then we'll get the diversity no matter what if yeah. we do blind casting. Yep. And yeah, so they just have a better system Produced. over there. Once again, it's we so have all the answers. Just give us a call. Yeah, and by better system means I'll be successful over there. <laughs> Uh, all right yeah but though that's fun that's exciting are you guys are you watching it with charlie or you put it on no that i'm watching by myself fleischman i'm i'm watching with charlie i I feel like it's too girly not that it's girly but you know if all the characters are female yeah what brought you to it you're just like it's been on my list got it and i just needed something funny and like right i always want something funny and i just feel like there's not a lot right now so I was like, oh, let me watch this before I figure out, like, what my next, you know, serious show will be. Because I have so many things to still watch. But Yeah. Fun. Well, Michelle and History lesson. Problems. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, right. that's who, that's my favorite. Yeah, that Michelle actress. and Yeah, she's yeah. insane. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, I obviously I appreciate that her name's Michelle. Yeah. It's the best. <laughs> um, all right. Anything else? No, that's culture. All right, that's culture for this week. Until next time. Bye.